Whoosh! Did you see that go by? Whoosh! There it went again. Was it a car? A motorcycle? No, it was a person. A lady. Who runs that fast? On today's episode, we will explore Wilma Rudolph, who was the first woman to win three gold medals at the Olympics in 1960 and was declared at the time the fastest woman alive. Let's go explore. Welcome back to the Explore Black History on the Go podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Shannon, and in honor of Black History Month, celebrated here in the United States, I will be coming to you weekly this month instead of bi-weekly. Yay! Be sure to visit exploreblackhistory.com website to download the free vocabulary guide that goes with today's episode. Now let's explore Wilma Rudolph. Wilma Rudolph was born on June 23, 1940, in St. Bethlehem, Tennessee. She was born into a large family, a really, really large family. She was one of 22 children. Yes, 22. She was child number 20, and though she never lived with all of her siblings under one roof, she did always have siblings around her to look after her and play with her, and that was a good thing. You see, Wilma was sickly as a child. When she was born, she weighed only four and a half pounds and she kept getting sick. She got pneumonia, scarlet fever, and later contracted a disease called polio. It was so bad, she was unable to move her left leg. When her mother took her to the hospital, the doctor put on a metal brace on her leg and told her she would never be able to walk again. Wilma's mom looked at her and said, you will walk again. Wilma believed her mother. She believed she would walk, jog, and run faster than anyone. She had love backing her, and she was determined. Wilma did not like wearing her leg brace. She always tried to remove it, though each time she was caught. With 21 siblings and two parents, someone was bound to see her. But that didn't stop her. She would try everything she could to get the brace off. Shake her leg, wiggle, try to find something that would help her remove it. But under the watchful and caring eyes of her family, that was not to be. But her brace did get removed at times. Her siblings would take turns massaging her injured leg every day. And her mother, who worked as a housekeeper, would take off from work and drive her to hospital once a week to have physical therapy done on her leg. That drive was 90 miles total. Soon, by six years old, Wilma was hopping around on one leg. She believed she would walk, jog, and run faster than anyone. She had love backing her, and she was determined. At eight years old, Wilma was walking with a brace on her leg. She was persistent. That leg brace had to go. By nine, the brace was off and she was sprinting here and there. She was sprinting everywhere. And a game she loved to play was basketball. 
When she was 11, her brothers put up a basketball hoop in their yard and it was on. Wilma dribbled the basketball up and down their driveway with a speed that amazed everyone. And soon she took those athletic skills to school. Wilma attended Burt High School, an all-black high school where she played on the basketball team. She was so fast running up and down the court that a Tennessee state track coach recruited her. He wanted to train a high school student to be a sprinter, and Wilma was chosen. Because Wilma could walk, jog, and run faster than anyone, she had love backing her, and she was determined. Wilma loved practicing with the college team. Though it was a lot of hard work and required discipline, Wilma was up to the challenge. Even though she was still in high school, she consistently went to the daily practices. She was only late once, and her hard work paid off. She qualified for the Summer Olympics that was held in Melbourne, Australia in 1956. At the age of 16, she was the youngest member on the U.S. track team. She came in third place for the 400-meter relay and brought home a bronze medal, which was good. But Wilma wanted great. She wanted a gold medal, so she had her eye on the next Olympics. Because Wilma could walk, jog, and run faster than anyone, she had love backing her, and she was determined. Four years later... After much training, persistence, and a lot of talent, Wilma qualified for the 1960 Summer Olympics in Rome, Italy. She even set a world record at the trials for the 200-meter dash. She was fast. And by this time, Wilma was known for her speed in the States. But now, it was time for the world to know. So when she got to the Olympics in Rome, she knew it was her chance to shine. And when it came time for her to race, the stands were filled with thousands of people. Wilma didn't disappoint. History was about to be made because Wilma could walk, jog, and run faster than anyone. She had love backing her, and she was determined. Race number one, the 100 meter. On your marks, Wilma thought about when she got polio. Set. Her mother said she would walk again, and she believed her. Go! Wilma ran down her lane, her legs carrying her faster than the wind. She passed one person, then another. Whoosh! She crossed the finish line. Wilma came in first place. Gold! Race number two, the 200 meter. On your marks! Wilma thought about the doctor telling her she would never walk again. Set! But her mother said she would walk again, and she believed her. Go! Wilma sprinted off quick to start. She came around the curb, her legs moving like a jet engine. Those in front of her soon saw her back. Whoosh! She crossed the finish line. Wilma came in first place. Gold! Race number three, the 400-meter relay. She would run this race with three of her teammates. On your marks! She thought about her siblings taking turns massaging her injured leg. Set! Her mother said she would walk again, and she believed her. Go! Wilma waited with anticipation as she watched her teammates race across the track, passing the baton to each other. Soon, her teammate was running toward her. The baton passed her hand and she was off. There were two people running beside her, but not for long. Wilma's legs carried her around the curve like the wings of an eagle. That girl was flying. Whoosh! She crossed the finish line and the team came in first place. Gold! Woo! 
The cheers from the crowd were unending. Wilma had broken two more world records and became the first American woman to win three gold medals at the same Olympic game. She also became known as the fastest woman in the world. Go, Wilma, go. From that moment on, anytime she traveled internationally to compete, the crowds in the stands would already be on their feet cheering. They were excited to see Wilma, the fastest woman in the world. Now, when Wilma returned home, her city wanted to throw her a parade, but there was a problem. Racial segregation was alive and well in Tennessee, and Wilma refused to attend any event where Black people couldn't be in the same space as white people. And because of her stance, Clarksville, Tennessee had their first integrated event when they celebrated Wilma with a parade and a banquet. Look at Wilma. Not only was she the fastest woman in the world, but she was a leader and an activist standing up for what was right. What a legacy. There is so much we can learn from Wilma. First, the love and support from your family can help you overcome even the hardest obstacles. Second, don't let someone else put limitations on you. Others may doubt you, but as long as you believe in yourself, great things can happen. Last, you can do hard things. It might be a struggle at first, but if you stay consistent and persistent, the hard things will become easier. Wilma said, winning is great, sure. But if you are really gonna do something in life, the secret is learning how to lose. Nobody goes undefeated all the time. If you can pick up after a crushing defeat and go on to win again, you're gonna be a champion someday. Now, those are wise words from a wise woman. I love sharing Wilma Rudolph's story with you, and I look forward to the next time when you explore Black history with me. Explore Black history with me.